You can listen to this episode of Welcome to the OC Bitches ad-free on Amazon Music. Welcome. I don't know. I'm just doing Kermit the Frog here. Welcome to the OC Bitches. Welcome to the OC Bitches. No, that wasn't like Kermit the Frog. What were you doing? I don't know. I was trying. It was like a mixture of Gonzo, Fozzie, and Kermit. I don't know what. Anyway. (laughs) We're going Muppets, apparently, because we wrapped season three, and clearly that is what happens. We go Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) We wrapped season three. We wrap season three. Woo. Oh, wait. This is not a joyous Muppet moment. Doozy. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. We wrap season three and still reeling from the final moment. Now, okay, you guys. All right. I'm jumping ahead. I'll get to that later. We decided to bring back our favorites and OC experts, Ryan Haley and Michael Gravano from the OC Disorder podcast to break down the best moments of season three. Hopefully they added summer this time. Welcome back, <laughs> Ryan and Mike. Our first question is, did you get through your rewatch of season three? Yeah, I mean, we have uh, at our layer, we have 26 TVs, so we watched all episodes at once. <laughs> once, it was really easy. It took us 44 <laughs> minutes, and we were lot. out of there. That's a lot of us. No, um, season three is, we're get, today we're here to talk about why season three was great. Yeah, we're season three defenders, let's yes. say. You're season three I defenders. I'm at season three defender. Josh, I, Josh, uh, what did Josh say when you first mentioned it to him? He said something like, I wish it would just go away. Like, he's got some, <laughs> he had some He has some issues with season three. There, there are diamonds in the roughage. Yeah, there's okay. a lot of good moments. We And you are going to point them out. Can I just say something? Ryan is wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles t-shirt. And it reminded me of a story when we were at Peter Gallagher's in Connecticut for Capture the Flag and everyone was there. Delightful. That we were all, we played a pot smoking game that everybody, because I don't smoke pot, but Isn't I got the game with you guys. Pot and the <laughs> game was you had to... Say you had to pick a subject and you had to talk about it as long as you could. Stone. Nice. So Brody won. So that's no, that's inventing podcast. Somebody <laughs> said Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you went on this monologue about them, <laughs> and you, the and you knew every name. Do you know them now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no big deal. But you won the game because of the Ninja Turtles. Really? Yeah. I think that's just because I'm so competitive that whatever I was saying, I made sure to talk the longest. No. I, as you know, I'm competitive, as we discussed last time with mm-hmm. Anna and Summer. I am very competitive. And I love the Ninja Turtles. I Michelangelo was always my favorite. Yeah. Well, I when am. I opened my mouth, I literally went, uh, 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 and they said, you lose and move on. You know nothing I mean, about anything. I didn't. Move I on. She was just stoned. She doesn't do well stoned. So no. in a hey. pot smoking game. Wait, did it, I redeem myself from like the Star Wars stuff because I know ne- the Ninja Turtles? We're, we're still working. Well, right now you just said you know them and you've said one of them, the most uh, famous one. So who knows? Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael. Okay. okay. Uh, They're named after famous artists. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> but she, you, she, had a, you had a whole... Theory yeah, on and them. Splinter and, is, a, yeah. you know. Anyway, <laughs> I had a dog, Thurman Merman, and he reminded me of Splinter. He Thurman Merman from Bad Santa. That's what who he was named after. That was is he true. like? A Am I gaining goalie? points right you now? You are yeah. racking him up right now. <laughs> yeah. okay. This is. You know what, Katie? Let's put more summer play. moments on the list. <laughs> she can play. She's earned them. <laughs> she can play. I can. Turtles in a half shell. Turtle power. Let's go. <laughs> Number one. No, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Look, she worked on this carnival every year at Harbor. Thanks for the trip down memory lane, but that is not my problem. Now get out of here. Ow! Hey, hey, get your hands off of Another go, word, go, you're go, out of this go. school. Yeah, I'm the, I'm, hey, you So season three, I think our first big bad is Dean Hess. 
Is that um, his name? Yeah, just the what evil a jerk. jackass. Even what before a jerk. we know he's uh, illegally screwing a student, he's a piece of garbage. He yeah. just he hates a, the stars of the show. <laughs> yeah. Having taught high school in my past life, this is not, you cannot touch kids the way you he's cannot, doing right now. Definitely you know, not. You Other can't ways, touch kids maybe. any of the ways he touches kids <laughs> in the show. Right. He deserves to get hit, but this begins that cycle of like, uh oh, Sandy's like, whoa, we yeah. got to keep those, those fists of fury in your pockets. Ryan's addicted to hitting. Yeah. My advice to any dean is to not touch any student but specifically don't touch marissa cooper around ryan atwood yeah that's the worst one i was bummed he left like fairly early on this is what we all thought principals were when we were in high school yes like they acted like this they were who's the good dean who's been around since season one kim dr kim dr kim yes she's lovely it this this the first like six episodes uh he's in made me very upset with dr kim because i was like dr kim you love these kids and you've given them second chances but now you're like i guess i'll let this new guy but do he's whatever the, he's the dean of discipline, dean of discipline. because they brought in some strong arm he's the new dean role. of kissing my ass yeah he's the no, he, someone's he, ass he literally was just a villain an yeah. arch villain and there was nothing it, it, nothing redeeming when no. they introduce villains on this show if they want to write, then they start showing some vulnerability. Because right. even Taylor is supposed to be kind of fit the mean girl villain. Mm-hmm. And once you start feeling, seeing the, the Her peel back the layers, then, right. then the Her audience awful mother. The There's some number, like, it feels like once you get to five episodes, like four episodes, you could be two-dimensional. Once you get like Taylor was, and then that fifth episode, you become three-dimensional. And then there's five dimensions with Julie Cooper and the right. porn <laughs> and the trailer. The end, <laughs> of, the end of the Dean is interesting, too, because Sandy blackmails him straight up that's uh, what i was gonna say it's weird how he left right yeah. and sandy does what he has to do to get rid of him but doesn't this also like foreshadow sandy's sort of criminal downfall in demon. the rest of the yeah of like blurred lines and sandy used to care about all kids well, yeah and uh i think maybe somebody should have sent taylor to therapy or yeah. like had a talk with her for fucking an adult who works at her school like <laughs> fair well, point fair well, point i don't know there's you, gotta be you, some you, trauma there somewhere yeah. uh, how sure. many times have i mentioned therapy yeah. Mm-hmm. Therapy. All these characters need it. <laughs> Number two. We will, if there's not in season four, if we're lucky enough to be brought back for the season four top 10 moments and there's not a Jimmy ass beat, we will create one because if Jimmy's getting his ass beat, it is on our top 10 list. Guaranteed. This one was such an interesting one because it was so violent intercut with them having their first sex scene. I think the choice was, first of all, it's a montage and they might have been running out of time, but mm-hmm. there's also just this beauty and tragedy, you know, comedy and tragedy at the same time are um, like yeah. how, it's the yin know, and yang. She really goes there and explains it as it should be. Well, it's all the ways Marissa's <laughs> growing into adulthood, right? She, she's she's having sex with Ryan. She's going to have to be the dad of the she, family. And her dad will leave for the eighth time, but for real this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also, if you look at the locations, it's in the ocean water and on the sand, which means they could be like eight feet apart from each other. <laughs> for all we Just know. down the beach, out which of earshot. Yeah. <laughs> I never uh, that's, that's wrong. Good. The unfortunate sound that will always turn Marissa on is the sound of her dad getting the <laughs> shit kicked out of him. Anyway, moving on. I feel like this is where Taylor Townsend becomes a character. And I would like to oh, thank you all. Fuck for Taylor Townsend <laughs> in this scene. Does she take credit for my dance? She yeah. Does. And Bullshit. has this line of dialogue. Watch it. So this dance has been my baby now for quite a while. <gasps> 
Okay, she's taking credit for it. I am going to kill her. But there is one person without whose help oh, none yeah. of this could ever have happened. Gee, she's gonna... Dean Hess! Oh. <laughs> Dean See, no high school students would applaud the principal. No. The well, Dean these Hess. high schoolers are monsters. He's new. I'm going to kill the both of them. And handsome. I really liked so my floral hairdo. Because this really is. is the end of summer. Woo! Oh, just night. Night. Just night yeah. right to the chest. <laughs> Look at Rachel's face. No. <laughs> it, summer never ends. Yeah. Summer never, endless summer, It's bitch. a documentary yeah. about surfing. Yeah, exactly. Right. And getting munched. I remember watching that and I was so mad watching. I was like, you <laughs> you, You're really asshole. tied to your character, huh, back uh, then? Yeah. You can't separate reality and fiction. But the way she no. singles you out in the crowd yeah. and just says, the end of summer. What, what's awesome about Taylor Townsend Brutal. is it feels yeah, like uh, Josh watched Election. And it was like, well, I want that yeah. Reese Witherspoon character. Yeah, and yeah. just puts it in here. 100%. And she delivers those flickish lines very well. They've admitted that they they take from everything, yeah. whether it's 90210, uh, Spider Man. Oh, is there a Spider Man reference in the show? Missed that. Missed that one. Unfamiliar. <laughs> oh, Taylor. I'm angry all over again, you guys. You really know how to ruffle my feathers. <laughs> Riding the cotton pony. <laughs> So gross. (laughs) This is such a huge Julie moment of when she like, I think she's fully retired to being a villain of the show. And throughout this season, we watch her grow and really become a a good person and a great mom. Like, Um, unexpected. I would ask that you make them out to the National Foundation for Substance Abuse. As it so happens, Ooh, you got your her. Generosity what was her name again? Charlotte. 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 One of the other and just pure villains. Favorite dresses too. Well, and that's the thing. As Julie, and still be tax deductible. Well, and she's made the decision to actually so, thank you protect much. Kirsten right. and not screw her over because she's gone through so much and she doesn't have anyone else. And well, and actually, the best part of that is when she says. Uh, Oh, this town's really only big enough for one manipulative bitch. Yeah. Oh, could you not? Bye, honey. What'd you guys think of the whole Charlotte storyline? Um, <laughs> I love Jerry Ryan. Yes. I'll stay there. Leave it at that. Favorite Ryan? <laughs> Jerry Ryan is my favorite Ryan I've ever oh, met. Shit. I just think the Charlotte storyline maybe went on a little too long. I agree. But here's why it's important. You ever been like driving down the freeway like an asshole and then somebody drives even worse than you and you're like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to be nicer while I drive. Julie couldn't have t- made that turn that she does <laughs> without a worse Julie coming in. Right. And Julie seeing, oh, this is what I look like. That's why I'm going to change. How are you right. an asshole on the freeway? Uh, I just <laughs> drive fast, he, drink a he lot. He loves being right on the bumper of somebody else. Yeah. I mean, just giving he, him a, he, we call him Volchek at home. Also, I, <laughs> I feel like all problems are solved when you lay on the horn and don't let up. It's just fun for the whole freeway. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you. What are you gonna say for the whole family? If you drive in Southern California, you're all you're gonna be an asshole in the car at one point in your life. Yeah, yeah. But right, I think more. Julie needed that comparison. You yes. Know? Yes. Well, and I think yes, and it, and and as Julie gets more vulnerable and more likable, somebody else has to fill those villain right. roles. Yeah. Yes. Because that creates a vacuum. Yeah. It creates a power vacuum that somebody has to come in and do stuff. And it's the osmosis of villainy. Somebody's gonna fill in. It, it feels like early in the season they're just like shotgun blasting. Like here's eight new villains. We'll f- figure out who sticks. Right. Like it takes a while. Right. And then and then as Julie went into we we commented on the fact that we see the happiest Julie ever is is when she's in the trailer with her yeah. daughters when they're all together. And she seems, she's like whistling and she's happy. And then, you know, obviously season four, she gets, she starts doing a couple other things that are questionable and could, 
I guess, fit the role of villain, but mm-hmm. that's just a woman in pain. Yeah. Yeah. Dead daughter writes a lot of checks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, you can do yeah. a lot of stuff. I think there's a lot of excuses. And at this point, we've seen. <laughs> that's a quote. <laughs> Dead daughter writes a lot of checks. Sorry. Oh, we've seen Julie's vulnerability and in, in, in so many situations. So if she's doing questionable things, we now. Right. There's a lot of forgiveness there. Right. Uh, where Charlotte has none. Right. Has none. No, no. And she's not a very good grifter either. Yeah. I, no, like, I don't sucks. understand how she got away with some of the things she got away with. Yeah. Like how she gave Julie the condo, how she, you know. Right. Yeah. There's just a few little. Little holes. Uh, little holes. Throughout right. the whole six episodes, you see her say like, uh, I don't know, let's do this then. And then change the whole plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to say we're about to move on to number five. I also can see five, six, and seven. We have yet to have a summer moment. <laughs> no. This is the end of summer. That's, that, yeah, that's you're, a summer that moment. Not, that was a tailor. That was not a summer. I that feel like not they, they equally share that moment. That yeah. was the end of summer. Ironic. Say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your money and say hello to Rocket Money, the better way to hack your finances in 2023. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. I love to use Rocket Money to track my spending, and it gives you a breakdown of your finances to see where your money is going and how to improve. And the managing your subscription feature (laughs) is a massive game changer. I agree. I had no idea how many subscriptions I thought I had canceled and realized I have not. And apparently I'm not alone. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought to watch just one show on or that free trial that you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. And Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel. And Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com OC. That's rocketmoney.com OC. Rocketmoney.com OC. I love my pup, Lucy. And she is actually getting up there a little bit in doggy years. And I just want to make sure Lucy's getting the best nutrients possible. Mm. So I heard about Sunday's dog food. Sunday's is an air-dried dog food made from a short list of human-grade ingredients, co-founded by Dr. Tori, a practicing veterinarian. Sunday's contain 90% meat, 10% vegetables, and 0% synthetic nutrients. Besides USDA beef and all-natural chicken, you'll find digestive aids like pumpkin and ginger, plus disease-fighting antioxidants. Dog parents report noticeable health improvements in their pups. Who doesn't love that for our pups? Lucy is actually really picky, and she's almost even dainty with her food. So I was so surprised. She just gobbled this up. She loved it. She loved it. She loves it. I have a hard time feeding my dog, Gertie. She has skin issues. Mm -hmm. She's a little high maintenance. So I need to know that there's no crap in what I'm giving her. Not only was this easy, there's like zero prep, zero mess. She actually really likes it. We worked out a special deal for our dog-loving listeners. Get 35% off your first order of Sundays. Go to sundaysfordogs.com slash the OC or use code the OC at checkout. That's S-U-N-D-A-Y-S-F-O-R-D-O-G-S dot com forward slash the OC. Upgrade your pup to Sundays and feel good about the food you feed your dog. Number five. I'm getting nervous. Oh, oh now speaking of the trailer... This is awesome. 
I love all of Julia. It, the trailer and she part. still has it's shot like a horror Louis. movie. The, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the handheld, like yeah. Blair Witch. Yeah. Yeah. and yep. she's got her Louis Vuitton. Doing it all herself. Oh yeah. And the boom. Don't forget the like. What is that? A telephone? What is that? There should have been a tumbleweed that rolled by. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Could I get a little help over here? I ain't no bellman, lady. How charming. I take it you're my landlord? Yeah. I'm Gus. Welcome to the Taj Mahal. I feel like Gus needed more... A spinoff show. Yeah. It feels like he was there a lot, but we only saw him a couple times. Yeah. I feel like it was a really missed opportunity. Don't you feel like yeah. Gus... Plus, a lot of times, Julie thinks it's Gus at the door, but right. it's somebody that's else. What it so is. that's where the best lines come in. Yeah. Yeah. Although my favorite Gus moment, he's actually in when... Julian Kirsten walk out of the trailer and he's just taking a leak right there by the door. <laughs> Classic Gus. I like the one where he's like, he goes, hey, Julie. She goes, got a gun, Gus. See ya. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. He goes, that's cool. No, there was a, there, it was definitely a cute. Um, yeah, more Gus. Addition. You know what? I would have allowed many more Gus moments in lieu of summer moments. That's how I feel about Gus. Well, good. There's more Gus moments yeah. coming okay, good. up. Okay. I, I, I do want to talk about Julie in the trailer park and why she's so happy there. I think <laughs> it's because Especially because in in our time we did season one top ten pretty recently we see she's when Julie's uh, Jimmy is getting his ass beat uh, she doesn't give a shit she's he, she's just like oh no what does this look like it, I feel like by the time she's in the trailer park she no longer cares what anything looks like and she's just like oh I love my kids which is the right. first time it seems like Julie's thought that <laughs> like right well right. she tried to cover it all up right and then uh, and then when she found out that she was still accepted right. and she actually has friends and she doesn't it's and and then once the and then when she finally tells Marissa and she's like, mom, it's okay. I'll yeah. come live with you. And now they're all living together. And she's, and she's still, you, you have to experience that her worst fear is that she's going to be, you know, homeless or, right. the, or her fear is she's going to be in the trailer. And she realizes actually I'm okay. Yeah. You and know? it's the best they get along. Like Marissa and her are tight until yeah. they move back to a mansion. Right. There has been more summer moments than there has been Johnny Harper moments so far in this countdown. Let's just say that. And I think with Johnny Harper, which doesn't work as a storyline. Let's okay. Uh, what they tried to do is they tried to calm down Oliver and intermix Oliver and Ryan Atwood. Because mm-hmm. even so, give him his own Seth. Yeah, he has Chili his own Seth. Who literally and, was Brody's friend in real life. Right, Chili. and and so Oliver's too gun crazy, and so let's give him some Atwood cool, and it just sort of deflated the character. You know what? That's a good point. That he was supposed point. to. They called it. They called it the Bizarro um, Seth mm-hmm. and the and the version of Ryan because he's supposed to be from. Do you think it was casting, or do you think it was? I think the guy did the best he could. Story. No, I think and Ryan's a, a lovely actor. I think there. Although is, you guys call him Tiny Tim all the time, which having that was said on that the was show. Summer said it. <laughs> oh, did I? Summer said it in the in the I show. I said it on the show. He's 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 a whiny character. He is this a isn't the a, actor's fault. He's a whiny character. He's just like why don't. Why doesn't she like me? Yeah, it talk was, like that, bro. It's a really, yeah, it's a really tough character to play. Yeah. Like, no one can pull that off. They're- we have a, Mike and I have a lot in common with the actor, Ryan Donahue, because when people walk up, they say, you're Ryan, and I don't know who you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're the famous one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of that well, on the way and, here. And we, we, we tried to dissect this, does she, you know, when Caitlin is like the potster slash truth teller, mm-hmm. you like him. But she doesn't necessarily have romantic feelings. But but Marissa's finding out about herself is that she does like to rescue. Right. She Wounded does bird. like to, and then and every what she she's finding is someone as beautiful as her. If she gives attention to young men, they're going to fall in love with her. Yeah. The other thing that's important too is that the way the major way it's not a direct Oliver recreation is. 
I believe that Marissa was never in love or in like with Oliver. Right. But she says and does some things where she really was falling for Johnny. Yeah. Not as hard as he falls you here. You think that she was actually falling for yeah, Johnny? Yeah, because like she... if you if you look at her when she's after this, she's got the two necklaces and she puts the Ryan one underneath the Johnny one and pulls the Johnny one up to look at it. And she keeps getting asked, do you like him? Yeah, and she can't answer. And she can't she answer. It, it's pretty easy to say no if you mean it. When they finally break up, they're like, this just isn't working. Like, yeah. She, and he, and so Ryan adult. has met um, Nikki Reed's character and he's like hanging out with her and he's feeling better with her and they both have this like it's just not working moment. And Brian clicks so much more with Sadie yeah. you know and Brian and Marissa haven't clicked in a long time and Marissa clicks more Wherever. with Johnny. But Johnny's dead. Johnny's dead and that's hard to click with somebody when they're like that. <laughs> I mean, but it's kind of hard when before I think when Johnny was alive Marissa was like eh, kind of like them both as yeah. opposed to Oliver which she was just yeah. friends. Yeah, I and, don't know that I ever saw like fully convinced that Marissa was into Johnny, it was confusing because she's done it before, right? Like she she does this. This is her thing. This is her thing. It's definitely her thing. But I mean, I totally get what you're saying and it does make sense. I don't think they were necessarily trying to recreate Oliver. I think they were trying to recreate an, another Brian. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it, yes, they are following another guy with the um, that is obsessed with her. That part of the Oliver storyline, mm-hmm. but liter- but literally someone who's just as good as Ryan and I don't think it worked Which he's, from Al- well he's not as good as Ryan right. like never will be never will be because right. he's he he's not he, he is whinier he is a little more selfish Ryan he has anger issues but he does want to do better for other people he he will self-sacrifice for the good of other people and Johnny yeah. does that in the most selfish way he's like no I don't need help which is if you say it like that people are going to try to help you right. and he says that while he's making armpit fart noises like <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing about Johnny too, like we spent we spent years with Ryan at this point. Mm-hmm. They try to rush through the Johnny stuff, so they they're did. like, they did. Uh, "Oh, I'm gonna go fight him because I'm a fighter." Hey, I fight people, and then oh, right. here's what happened in my past. My dad and I beat up my dad with a bat. Like right. we don't experience any of that. Yeah. We're told That's not right. shown, so we're not and invested. That, yeah, there's no investment there. So when we get all the screen time with him, it's hard to not. And it's not the actors' fault. It's just hard not to wonder where's the characters we are invested in. Right. Why are we spending time with well, him? And then right. I saw a quote from Josh talking with Alan Seppenwall, and yeah. it's an interview you can read. And he did say at the, by the in season three, all, all of us writers looked at each other and said, this is not the Johnny Chili show right? Mm-hmm. where we need to focus back on our regular cast. Mm-hmm. And the problem is with the issues with season three, I think are that, and I think you guys talked about this, how Schwartz thought it was, becoming too melodramatic, too soapy and not making fun of soap. So let's ground it. But the way that he writes shows is that it's soapy and funny all the same. Right. He can't not do that. Right. So then when he tried to ground it, he lost some of that from season two, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was being pulled in different directions. There was going to be an Anna spinoff show. What? Anna? No, no, sorry. Well, no, <laughs> they're get mad again. Excuse me? No, no, no. <laughs> get a spinoff. No, there was talk of an Anna spinoff. Sorry, it was uh, Willa at boarding school. Oh, sorry, sure. not Willa. Um, Caitlin at boarding school. There was one show that was like we heard about. Yeah, that was going. That was going to go. The episode where he was, where Johnny dies. You've got Julie and you know doing her shenanigans, spying on Neil. Right. So right. that you've got to have that balance of the comedy and the and the drama. And in a show that kills a lot of characters, like so many are not allowed to just like leave and be fine. It, we don't care. We don't care about Johnny. It's not that melodramatic because everybody's just like, yes, Johnny's done. <laughs> well, when he died, I, I was like, 
but I didn't really feel anything. Yeah. And I, I was like, you know, like when Caleb passed, it was really sad. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right, right. That was if, our first step. If you want to feel something, uh, watch his fall in reverse, and he just has this mad jump up <laughs> onto the top of the cliff. Whoa, extreme. Yeah. Right And I, you know, and I feel bad talking so much shit because Ryan Donahue himself is so like lovely and awesome mm-hmm. and nice, and it's a it's a really hard character because mm-hmm. it's really it yeah. was really hard. But my point, even when we were watching it, was why is Ryan Atwood the yeah. one up there with him? That, like, I mean, Atwood has to be the police fire department for everyone. <laughs> but he was. But I love Johnny's response. He's like, "You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, <laughs> nope." <laughs> Yeah, so you can show Marissa what a great guy you are. But that's what was going to happen. Like, he was going to save Johnny, and then Johnny's going to look like the victim, and Ryan was going to look like the hero. Right. I cannot wait to hear why this is on your top list. Kirsten takes Seth to an AA meeting. We don't get a lot of Seth and Kirsten until the end of the season three, and this is such a sweet moment, and he's a real piece of shit in a real grounded teenage way. Like, he's like, I thought we were going to the movies. Like, he hates it. Yeah, he bails, and she has to bring him back, and it's, it's, he's just not ready to confront this part of his mom's life. Right. But I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, you don't really see real moments with Kirsten and Seth, like his mother and son. Throughout most of season three, they're roommates, essentially. Like, right. They just live in the same house. And, we, and, we, and at some point, we didn't get a lot of Kirsten's storyline at all. Right. Yeah. And Kelly is just so such fucking a, Such phenomenal. a proficient actress. Yeah, so you watch and you're like, damn. Is she British? And he was right. No. no. Canadian. Canadian. It's like, like British America's light. British, yeah. 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 British Columbia. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like she she doesn't choose the scene, but she owns that scene. Like, and it's so subtle yeah, and does. awesome. Well, and it's also a reminder because that storyline was so powerful. And then we go through so many episodes where it's not mentioned. And, right. we, and it, we have to bring back, like, you know, this um, accomplishment that she's been on this journey. And, and it makes what happens after more tragic. That her and Sandy's issue, she's like, well, I guess I'll fucking drink more wine then. Like, and you're like, no, you just had that great moment with Seth. That- and m- most shows will just do the dramatic part. Right. And then move away. Not show the recovery part, the right. coming out of it, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, although it's, yeah, it's an interesting thing, you know, for Kirsten. She's like, you know, when she, I'm going to take a drink because of you, Sandy. Mm-hmm. Which is still, it's still on her, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still on her. It feels real vengeful. Like, you pissed me off, so I'm going to do this, and that's your fault. And I think yeah. they deal with that where he's like, come on. Human <laughs> beings are responsible for our own triggers. Yeah. Like, no, the, the world is going to trigger you. You got to be responsible for your own triggers. I also, so the the, the scene in that episode, a few scenes before, uh, Kirsten and Seth just go to the movies, and they're like, they say, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. And a, yeah. Like, meta type thing. And he even blows off Summer. I'm sorry. He even blows up Summer. She's like, you want to hang out? He's like, I'm going to hang out with my mom. And like, that's so adorable and yeah, sweet. Like, right. Plus, he's found a wine cup. She's passed out in the bed and Seth, right. Seth finds that. So right. Right. it gets bad. Now it's we're crazy. all around. So let's go to number eight. This is the Adamist Seth moment, I think, of the season. And Summer's drunken speech is great. Is this what you're like when you're drunk? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I fall off of fake ships. But who did the stunt is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about that whole set that reminded me of like Phantom of the Opera or yeah. something. It was very the chandeliers theatrical. Well, um, she probably just needs a moist washcloth or maybe like a towelette. What? What? Is there a, a towelette cloth? A moist washcloth or maybe like a towelette? Kind of sucks. 
Does anyone have a towelette? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to not that's walk around so your house brody. saying that after that the That's him, right? Yeah. That's Adam, that's, not that Seth. Is, that is Adam, yeah. not Seth, 100%. So in my house now, we never say napkin, paper towel. <laughs> we never we just say, towelette! <laughs> Give me a towelette! <laughs> does anybody have a towelette? Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that does trump me falling off the, sh- the stage. <laughs> I agree. So here we go to number nine. Brian goes crazy on the bull truck. How do you guys feel about bull truck? Uh, now, he's a true villain. He's a true villain. It's interesting. But he's hot. He, oh, those abs. <laughs> uh, and have you seen Burlesque? He's in Burlesque, and yeah. he's always just in a vest that. and a little bowler hat. It's a terrible movie, but he's such a fucking hottie in it. I got distracted no, by thinking about his abs. No, we're just talking about this, like how... It was started like this character. I don't know. I kind of believe it, you know, because this he he defended Johnny and just like what what's the word when you just um, cold cock somebody um, sucker punch sucker punch yeah he sucker punched him well you know just he shows up and just punches him on the beach I guess and he was like I will never let this go yeah because he threw a kitchen sink at somebody once I for me watching it at the time I never got over him and Marissa hooking up I that was what knocked him out for me forever for disliking him yes do girls like the abs and I heard they liked where it kind of looks like pizza dough. You're covered in yeah, pizza dough. Yeah, they always be on a roly-poly belly. Please don't touch me there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's it's what's interesting with Volchek is he. you see moments of him trying. Like, she mentions Sound of Music and he makes fun of Marissa, but then she he's passed out and she sees he's rented it. Like, he's trying and it eventually he's like, I'm not good enough, so I will kill the world. Uh, he fucking stole that. There's no way Volchek applied for a <laughs> rental card and then rented that from he Blockbuster. He went to Blockbuster. Yeah. The other Ryan, Ryan Goes Crazy moment from season three is under the pier where Ryan doesn't know, Ryan's oh, not yeah. allowed to fight. Yeah, so yeah, he grabs yeah. the bottle and right. smashes it and like yeah. acts crazy. That's iconic too. That's how Mike and I handle all fights between each other. Yeah. We just have to keep finding believe- bigger glasses to break. <laughs> <laughs> but do you believe Volchek actually would have backed off though? I always had a hard time with that. I do because Volchek was more realistic then yeah. and became right. more of a villain. Yeah. Like he's scheming towards the end. Like he is villainous. But yeah. back then he was he was a punk kid with a So he, he it was like the legend was bigger than the reality. Right. 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 And that like that's how some guys act. Right. right? Okay. And then that moment feels like created the villain Volchek because he was just like a a punk and a bully. And then he, I think, he ran away with his tail between his legs because nobody likes a beer bottle coming towards them. Uh, and sure? then he was like, I think he just <laughs> stewed in that. He's like, I'm going to get him back. I'm going to get him right. all back. Okay. I'm well, so glad for Ryan's sake that it broke. Because if that was me, it wouldn't have broke. I would have just, just stood there like just run off. Yeah. yeah they- <laughs> bro- Bottles are hard to actually yeah. break. Yeah. yeah. You have experience I've tried to do it. it? Yeah. Why have Volchek attacked her? It was it was a big fight in high school. All these guys were fighting my friends, and I took a, uh, a bottle. A bottle. Did you break, break it? <laughs> <laughs> Just bounce off somebody's head. That's still also Basically. distracting, and I'm sure they were. Like, yeah, this guy was, fighting. This guy was laugh. literally beating my friend, and I had a bottle. And I was like, oh, and it didn't break. <laughs> Dink. But yeah, no, there were some fights in high school, and you're like, oh, I do not want to go back. That was in the OC, man. How done. We're on number 10. Hey. Oh. Oh. So Summer's in this one, but we picked it anyway, because it's the... uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is, I think, the last time the core four were together, right? Yeah. I actually remember... What? I know. I remember filming this. And it was... Look at how, like, the steam coming from the pool, because we're all like, that shit better be heated. And yeah, I love that it's warm, even though it's an abandoned house. Uh Uh-huh. Somebody heated the pool. Can I just say, picking... 
people up and throwing them in an infinity pool. Dangerous. That, that's dangerous. dangerous. You don't know where it is. We ends. live on the edge in the scene. What can I say? What, what I love about this scene is like, so they're all having fun, happy, mirroring season one, but it's also like, there's Summer and Ryan moments and they're joking around and there's yeah. Marissa and Seth moments and they're joking around, which is so rare throughout the entire show. It's like, well, they are a group of friends. Yeah. yeah. We all really were, and I know I've said this when we rewatched it, but we all really were playing and just having fun. Yeah. I was going to ask you that about this scene and the, uh, you guys the take, scene? you take the picture, like the graduation picture uh-huh. on the steps. Yes. It's just a montage of you guys. Yeah, we're fucking around. Like laughing and talking with no dialogue. Yeah. So you guys aren't acting, right? Are you no. guys just being Rachel and Adam there? I'm always acting. No, yeah, it's just <laughs> what is it's, kind of a, it's kind of a thing that you do when they say we're just going to roll the cameras, just hang out. We fuck so there but we is really, kind of like forced, like yeah. I'm saying a joke. <laughs> right, right, right. You, I mean, there was also there used to be something when you're when I was very young. They'd tell you to say peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Like you're talking. But no, you guys are probably just messing around. We're just messing around. They were just For screaming sure. racial slurs at each other. <laughs> oh, it was a different time. In terms of it. endearment, yeah, yeah, that's how we do it. <laughs> oh, also, wait, the in and out just appears when we're at the pool. Yeah. How did it get there? Uber Eats? DoorDash was not, DoorDash did not, not exist. Yeah. They paid some poor kid to bring it to them. <laughs> I love that our um, makeup department is so on it that they put that little tattoo back on Marissa's back. I was going to ask nice. if that was a, a Misha tattoo or where uh, did that come from? Because it was from the storyline with um, Alex. Alex. That's right. I was uh, like, oh, they're on it. Did it wash off in the pool? <laughs> no, th- those are like, you know, daily. Yeah, henna that lasts yeah. for a few days. Or just yeah. those things. That, yeah. The rub-ons. They, they're like for Misha two or three days. Misha actually got the tattoo. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's dedication. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play Marissa forever. <laughs> Number 11 is the actual graduation. This, like, the deaths never get me. It's this shit. That gets, <laughs> yeah, this right? is the shit that makes me cry. Because you're a dad. Even before he was a dad. He had a dad bod and soul. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. What? I love that uh, Sandy says Sethi. Yeah. Has he ever said Sethi? No. It's so cute. Like he, you can imagine he said that to him when he was like three. Sethi. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a baseball coach, a little league coach. We've just seen them grow so much. Oh, yeah. They'd be right next Tony to each Cooper, other. Yeah. I never thought about that. Oh, she graduated. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I like that her speech is just woven throughout the names. That's mm. how high school works. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. And they don't waste time. Summer. There she is. Uh, my this dad didn't even stand moment. up. What the fuck, dad? Always adorable when the kid hugs the dean. Sincerely. <laughs> Do you guys remember your walk across the stage or whatever it was? I was so fucked up. You were so fucked yeah, up? Yeah, just on Molly. So no, I, <laughs> I didn't know if I graduated or not because I was not good at math and my teacher wouldn't tell me if I passed. They He's like, you you'll find GPA. out on the stage if you open That's it and up. your diploma's in there, you passed. Was it Dean Hess? <laughs> it was Dean Hess. <laughs> that sounds like a Dean Hess move. <laughs> I love the photos. Uh, yeah, that was a fun day. Look at Ben looks a little like... Huh? Like, get away from me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that Ryan and Seth scream at each other. <laughs> Aw, this is sad. Oh, yeah. fuck me. I, I want a shirt that. of one of these, or maybe all of them just covered in. <laughs> That's a great t shirt. 2006. Yeah. Crazy. Graduated Ooh. a year after me, these young kids. <laughs> Plus, based on what we know about this high school, 
It would be different than that, I think. Like celebrity speakers, right. the blue angels flying overhead. <laughs> and I like I do like that there's only like thirty kids in the class. Like mm-hmm. it's a small private school. That's that's real. Yeah. And the kids are such assholes still. Like before earlier scene, they're all in their gowns and one of the, the bullies, one of the water polo kids is like, Why are you wearing a dress? And Seth's like, We're in the same gown. <laughs> She's like, You admitted to wearing a gown. <laughs> I was like, I hate, I hate, I forgot about those kids existing. That, and it just flashed guy, me back. That guy pops up throughout the entire season three, right? Yeah. Mostly it's screaming yeah. stuff at Taylor. I boring. Yeah. yeah. He would great. get hit. The he heckler. would get knocked the fuck. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, here we are. Uh, Number 12. How many times do we have to relive this? They, it really feels like they, they put a lot of obstacles so, in Ben's way. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there marbles on the ground? He is the jaws of life. <laughs> I, do you know what makes me real mad? And you can tell Josh and Stephanie I said this. Is Marissa's about to grow and have a great time, go on a yacht life and learn. Couldn't we have just let her do it? Does she need to die? Like it feels like she's done so dirty. I, I, it's really hard to watch every time. Stay. Don't leave me. Do you think if he wouldn't have stayed and he went and got help, she would have lived? No, I think she dies pretty quick. Like, there was no time for him to go anywhere. I think that's why she says stay. Like, it feels like the character knows she's out. She knows. Yeah. The weirdest part would have been if while Marissa was dying or getting harassed, it was intercut with Jimmy having sex with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> How messed up would that have been? Okay. Oh, uh, no. they really fucked it up. I mean, that's clearly what's missing if here. We're, this whole season is about parallels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. We can't deal with real emotions. Here. <laughs> uh, I just know, yeah. The, the, more jokes, more the, jokes. <laughs> the three months, the months after this were just like... I don't know, guys. It's been like a couple minutes. I feel like Ryan could have found someone. Yeah, or where are their cell phones? They both have had to have the flip phones or sidekicks at this point. Yeah. They, maybe they got destroyed in the giant car crash. There's a theory that Ryan wanted to become a cage fighter. And the only way that's happening is, is if he lets Marissa die. It's true, though. Isn't that true? He's trying he actually to tries to be yeah. a cage fighter? Yeah. yeah. This show really had some interesting turns. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No. Can't believe Wait, it. Wait, he's smiling at her? No. Ugh, I can't. This is so hard. Were the two of you stoked that there was such a leap between three and four? Because that would have been You're so... You're asking me as if I remember what <laughs> happens in four... <laughs> you are straight up crying. <laughs> there's, there's a like, it's like a six month at least. But for the two of you, that would have been so much mourning, so many mourning scenes, you know? Yeah. I had, well, that's what I, I had about three. I had about, it felt like, it felt like three months, but it was three episodes of just solid, like, and then they kind of let it go yeah. once she let it go. But there were just, there was times when I was just like, ugh, I just had a migraine. But, yeah. but, but, it, but, it, but you feel it, like you take it home with you. Yeah. Is there reason, and maybe you don't have to if you're not allowed, it's like, it, why couldn't she be happy? Why couldn't she just go yacht and learn about That's life and be okay? Yacht. But at the time, it was pretty powerful. Oh, super powerful. But a below deck spinoff of Marissa and Jimmy <laughs> Cooper would have been delightful. Right. Oh, I would have gone. Summer would have left and For clearly sure. been on below deck med. Right. I also mean- <laughs> hired Gus. Gus is on the boat, too. <laughs> Gus is 100% on that boat. Some sort of deckhand swabbing. Oh, my God. See? This is the spinoff we need. <laughs> I know. Clearly. That and OnlyFans. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I don't know. You, yeah, did you hear my idea? Oh, I already told you. <laughs> See how quick the memory is just, dip, say it, it's gone forever. Okay. Well, okay, let's move on to some honorable mentions. Uh, oh, does Summer have one? <laughs> so you guys picked from episode nine, Seth and Summer compete for the Brown interview. Why did you pick this one? Seth and Summer are doing really well this season. You know, they're like their relationship is like kind of coasting. And so this is a moment where there's a lot of tension. And uh, <laughs> Summer has a tuba. So how are we not going to do that? Summer has a tuba. I mean, it's such a funny visual. Say, Summer has a tuba. And it brings yeah, that goofiness like back to them yeah, that yeah. they haven't had in Yeah, minute. I'm not the one wearing a tuba. <laughs> oh, that's a really big talk from a guy wearing hoop earrings. At least I played the tuba. But I do. Also, Seth doesn't <laughs> call the pirate costume minty, practice. which that's growth. He doesn't say that here. <laughs> Yeah, it's always fun when we do those things. Yeah, a lot of play the tuba. The Seth and Summer moments that are dramatic are apart from each other. Right. They're yeah. dealing the shit with shit that they go through is apart together, they're kind of right. gelling. Yeah, they we're got indestructible, through it. Some mm-hmm. might say. until you get distracted. They were yeah. so apart in season two that it's they have to keep them together, right? For, yeah, at least for because there's so much chemistry. Like it's fun to watch. Right. I think it's hard for writers to be like, "Wait, you want this to be like a healthy relationship?" You know, <laughs> that sucks because yeah. you guys were talking about how they said with Ryan and Marissa, that's never going to happen. Like they're <laughs> they're never going to be on Easy Street. Nope. And Seth and Summer get half a season here where they're just they're a good couple, right? I love that this is your last honorable mention because I thought this was absolutely delightful. Seth watching his bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Seth. It's pretty tragic, actually. It's it's so sad. It's so sad. And then the 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 other part of the scene, so it's like not one scene is uh, Summer and her dad talking about it, right? Right. So yeah. um, yeah, when they're talking about the Christmas bar mitzvah and like, <laughs> it's a normal phrase. Um, <laughs> Summer and her dad are outside decorating a tree or something and <laughs> yes uh, we are and yeah. you hear the story on why she actually didn't we don't know shit about summer's mom up to that point right. like we've never talked right. about her and summer and her dad don't have that many moments so they really open up and share yeah <laughs> he's, he's cringing and in pain watching himself this song is called that's what friends are for well we're your friends oh dad don't say that yeah the worst thing you could say. No one showed up. And you said Summer Roberts was coming. I feel like Kirsten should have had a perm or something. Yeah. Just giant hair. Yeah. Hate it here. Hate it here. Hate it here. My rapid palate expander is killing me. My rapid palate expander is killing me. That's a Schwartzism. You know what's important on that scene where he said that, that at his... Bar Mitzvah, he's like, I hate it here. And he carried that narrative with him all yeah. the way until he's got this Brown interview and he's totally freaked out about the fact that he wants to stay right. in Newport all of a sudden. He doesn't want to mess with the reality that he has with um, with Summer and Ryan and Marissa. Mm-hmm. And he's scared to go. And I think that messes with him so much. Oh, yeah. he's It's just been a script he's running without reconsidering if it's still what he wants. And then... Based on his 13-year-old self. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That was a tiny 13-year-old. It was a very tiny 13-year-old. Well, it was it tracks, seven. though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was seven at his apartment. Oh, man. Bar or bot? Wait, bar bot is, is ma- boy. Yeah. Bar, bar is girl? Bot, bot is girl. Bot is girl. Bot is girl. Yeah. 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 Well, that was fun. 
Ish. Ish. Okay, thank you for that. Oh. Yeah. That was the you first know, time we've seen like summer come out. I, Ish. Ew. I will point out that there were zero moments with me or Mike on this list too. So yeah. we're right there with Rude. You um, after four, obviously when we're done, you will have had enough moments for us to- Top 10 favorite moments from us guesting. Yes, you guys exactly. are going to talk over the podcast of us being on it? Yep. We're going to talk over your podcast, yeah. actually. <laughs> there's Super, no The superhero one. There's no moments where there's- <laughs> any quiet it's There's a wall no of sound it, yeah. we take a real uh, is it rick ross type of producing but i uh, i should ask mike though because this is the first time you've ever watched season three mm -hmm. and did you how long did it take you to prepare for that to prepare like how, how like long, did how it long get to through? watch it and to prepare? i started in june i started strong and then it it took it took a bit yeah. it's a hard one to yeah, it's a hard one maintain was it like sure. oh god i gotta watch more johnny it's it's yeah Johnny was rough the really? I, the beginning and then there's Johnny and then there's the end and so Johnny took a while to get through and then once he was gone you're like I could watch this all right did you know <laughs> anything about the season at all I I knew Marissa was gonna die okay um and that was kind of it yeah. uh, did you cry it maybe got dusty <laughs> uh, I, I'm similar to Ryan in too many ways but in one of them that the happy moments hit harder than the sad moments so yeah. graduation watching our kids grow up uh, yeah. is is hard yeah. I think it's important to say, though, that season three does not have any bad episodes. You know, like yeah. story, some storylines will go on too long. Sometimes you'll be like, oh, another Johnny scene. But in, t in that episode, there's also 30 great scenes. Right. You know, so it's I, definitely worth watching. Taylor Townsend trying to teach Seth and Summer about the Kama Sutra. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like there's ridiculous, awesome moments. Yeah, there. I would say there's a lot of good, like, comedic moments and the Taylor stuff. All of it is pretty I think, fun. I think at least, at least there's a, a strong reaction. At least it's a reaction, whether mm. it's a good reaction or a bad reaction. It's when you just don't care right. anymore. But uh, no, I, I actually am a fan of, of season three. Do you guys overall. think season three gets more hate than Oliver? Ooh. Hmm. Yes. People were pretty <laughs> yes. hateful people, towards Oliver. People were very hateful towards Oliver. No, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, know. I still think it was that. good. People hated Oliver, but they liked the storyline. Mm. I think the storyline was a good storyline. And that's the kind of hate that it it's always happens with shows like we talked about before. We're like, people misconstrue their hate for the character, which is supposed to be there, with right. saying it's bad. And it's like, no, that means it's working. Right. And I think Josh has said that he he's had to learn to, like, just because they're criticizing something doesn't mean that it shouldn't have been there. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no such thing as perfection. And, like, right. a, a, a sign of a good piece of art is people are going to chew on it and bounce off of it and, right. and be like, it should have been like this. It means you're pushing the right buttons. Right, right. I'm going to have to push back on that, Mike, because I do think season two was perfection. Oh. So, yeah. Season two is great. Well, season two is like, well, yes. I, are you a fan of, uh, we've talked about, of Zach? Yeah. He's all right. <laughs> I, mean, he's, I will tell Cassidy you said that. I'm more up on Zach than you are, for sure. Tell him that somebody that he's never met said he was all right. I'm sure he's going to be well <laughs> That's the most hurtful. <laughs> Why? Why was this information Why did just you delivered send to this me? To me? <laughs> no, Zach is cool. Zach, um, you know, puts Cohen in his place a lot, but it's not in a... Uh, Luke way, Luke right. as a bully way. It's as like, a, I'm actually going to challenge your intellect instead of just shoving you to the ground. Mm -hmm. um, and they had an awesome yeah. battle against each other. I love how he 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 was just so perfect and the, and the characters kept commenting on how perfect he was. Right. Yeah. But underneath, he's a manipulative schemer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who sleeps with his nannies. <laughs> right? his More tutors. than one? Probably. Probably. Look at that guy. Sure. Look, yeah. All, of them. Oh, old All the above. Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, that is so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. Polish up on season four. We will see you again <laughs> soon. Thank you so much for listening. Follow, rate, and review. Welcome to the OC Bitches wherever you listen to your podcast. If you like to watch us, check it out on YouTube. 
And also, if people want to tune into what's going on with you guys, they can at popfilter.co. Check out the Superhero Show show where we watch and review every single live action TV show based on comics or movie of the year, which is also a show. Finally, on the internet, there's a podcast where three white dudes talk about movies. So, it's what the movie that has been looking for. <laughs> Wait, every superhero show, live action t- television? Yeah. Ser- there's movies. a lot of them, bro. Not movies. We There's started when there were like four. Like Supernatural. Oh, maybe that's not superheroes. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Just that, kidding. Because that comics. went on for 20 years. Yeah. But there are other comic ones like Arrow. Arrow's yeah, we also did Arrow. A uh, lot of seasons. Uh-huh. So many seasons. Riverdale, of course. Riverdale. Oh, Stargirl. Because Archie sure. Comics, yeah. You don't go the to Walking that, Dead. Right. Uh, Is that a comic? Yeah. The comic I'm your was favorite dope. person. I know this because I don't know Walking Dead's a comic and I That's don't know t- other. It's totally fine. It's fine. Okay. Very good. Okay. Thank you guys so much. That's it. Of Thank course. you. Yeah, it was awesome to see you guys. Nice fun. to see you guys And again. if you come back for season four, it better be all summer. It'll okay. be the year of summer. And if you only want one of us, Mike is cut for season four. That's cool. <laughs> we understand. <laughs> what? Huh? Okay. Bye. Bye, bitches. Welcome to the OC Bitches is brought to you by Cast Media. Executive produced by Colin Thompson, Harris Lane, produced by Katie Kurtwright. Edited by Parker Flores and our technical engineers, Travis Holden and Dustin Park.